subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome back, ninjas from around the globe. Garrett and Matt are here with you as always. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. If you are new to this podcast and you're saying, what's this all about? Well, listen to some episodes and you'll get it. But if you're curious where Ninja Selling came from, head over to ninjaselling.com. Learn more about the classes, the training, the book, the one-on-one coaching that Garrett and I and the rest of the amazing coaching team do. And if you want to join a community of like-minded people, head over to Facebook and search for The Ninja Selling Podcast. We're approaching 12,000 people in there. And most of those people are active in that community. There is tons of posts every single day. There's tons of comments on posts and questions and support. Garrett, one of the most exciting things that I saw in there recently is someone had posted, and I'd have to pull it up to see who the person was, um, saying that they were, they were just struggling. They were, in, they were in a tough spot mentally with direction and the positive comments, the support that rolled in, the people who were like, hey, call me and I'll talk to you about it. I was like, that, that, that blew my mind. That made me so happy to see that inside our community. For me, that's a sense of community. Good morning, everybody, by the way. And hello, Matt. <laughs> hello. For me, that, that's a sense of community. Like That's what is so powerful about having a platform like that and how that that everybody's working together in there. So thank you, everybody. I saw that also. And I was like, oh, man, Like I need to say... Like, I, I looked at that post. And I was like, I need to comment on this. And then I saw all the other stuff. And I'm like, community's got taken care of. Like There you go. So amazing. So if you're looking for support or if you want to give that support, I encourage you to check out that community because there's there's nothing better than realtors and ninjas pulling together to support each other because if we support each other, that is going to change how homeowners experience their homes and go through these processes. It's not about us. It's about them. And that's a wonderful thing. So, so welcome to our podcast. Uh, we're happy you're here with us. And we have a, a fun topic for you today, which is a good reminder for those of you who've been through installations, been through training, have the processes in place. Even if you don't have that stuff, this is still a really good topic because it's an important one, Garrett. And it matters who says it, doesn't it? Sounds good to hear you say it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's funny is I think a lot of people don't understand the power of it matters who says it. And it's a piece that comes up in Ninja all over the place. And a lot of it comes up in negotiation. A lot of it comes up when you're trying to figure out your working relationship with your client and the negotiation on that piece. Also, just in helping people be able to make decisions for themselves is it matters who says it. And so we we thought today we would dive a little bit into this because I am watching it right now as people are having a lot of success in this business right now to ones that are also really kind of sitting around going like, I'm going to have a really big spring. I'm going to have a huge summer. And I'm like, why is that? Like, why are, why are you telling me about this huge spring and huge summer you're going to have when you're like, this is build up mode right now. I could see it all coming together. And the more and more I start to talk to them, I start to realize is, is that they're not embracing it matters who says it. They have this picture in their mind of what they think these people are and who they're, what they're trying to accomplish. And if they just asked more questions and got the words to come out of the client's mouth, that's the difference of a huge spring or a huge now or a huge summer or a huge right now. And that is the power that we're going to hopefully 
unlock a little bit today, Matt. Yeah. Well, a lot of the times this comes up when people are asking the question of like, how do I get this person to do this? I know they want to. I know that they want. And that's fantastic that we know. But if they don't know, or even if they do know, but have not affirmed it through their own voice, it is hard for people to make the decision that does move something forward or moves them in the direction that they want to go. And I like to remind people, this is why the buyer and seller processes exist. They do exist to help us as realtors for sure, but they primarily exist to help the client first. It's there to help give them clarity so that they can make the decisions. And this is where it gets into it matters who says it, because if we say it, now it's our idea, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, Garrett, like whenever people are talking about like, hey, how do you convince like a spouse or a child of yours to do something? Well, convince them that it's their own idea, right? Yep. (laughs) Instead of you saying, hey, you know, son or daughter, go do this. And they're like, no, I don't want to do this. But if you're like, man, you know, you can't do that. Or (laughs) what do you think you should do? And they're like, oh, I'm going to go do this. And you're like, all right. (laughs) Well, it's like clean your room, clean your room, clean your room. And it's different to sit down with a kid and say, how does it make you feel when your room is clean? And all of a sudden they're like, well, I can find all my toys. Really? So what, like, what, what's the benefit of being able to find all your toys? Like when you want to, well, well, I, again, when I have friends over, we're not like always searching for like, you just start to dig into that and let just talk by questions and you know what the answers are. And that's the funny thing. A lot of times when you are going down to these, they're like, well, you, you know what I'm about to say. I'm like, I know, but I want to hear you say it. Yeah. And all of a sudden they're like, And they're like, I know exactly what I need to do. Like, okay. And all of a sudden you watch them slowly start picking up their room, slowly start like picking up their clothes and picking up certain things, taking the trash off their desk. I'm not talking about my kids, but um, (laughs) (laughs) you see it being their idea, Matt, which is what you just said. And that's the beauty is that it is your idea to start the conversation. But when you're leading through questions and having it come out of their mouth, it now becomes their idea. It's their thoughts. They understand why they're doing it. I just had this experience with Victoria. The The playroom was a bit of a mess and it was a, more than a bit of a mess. And she was looking for something and I was like, gosh, I don't know where this is. I was like, do you think it's in here somewhere? She's like, I think it might be. I'm like, well, what might help us find it? And she's like, let's clean. And then she wouldn't stop. She's like, we have to keep cleaning until we find it because if we clean, we might be able to find this. We never found what we were looking for, unfortunately. But the playroom got clean. And that was pretty cool. Victoria's like, forget this whole cleaning thing, dad. That didn't work at all. Like, what? That yeah, was just- I know. <laughs> yeah. But, but so when this comes back to our business now, right? I mean, we have situations and there's kind of two scenarios that I think we want to want to talk about here. One is you have all of these hot list people, right? Oh, I got all these buyers, but maybe there's a lack of clarity. And then the other scenario is, how do we get this pricing right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just I'm I'm telling them, but we're they're not making the decisions, and that's where we get into these scenarios where okay, it matters who says it. So, Gary, let's go down the path of this hot list first because this is happening right now. Hot lists are piling up. I got all these buyers. You said it, you know, just a minute ago of like, oh man, it's going to be an awesome spring. Buyers and sellers, like I'm I'm watching. Like here we are saying like inventory's low. I've got all these sellers coming up, and I'm like, what's stopping them from doing this right now? And they'll start giving me this whole story of who these people are, what their like their situation is right now. I'm like, just stop for a second. Like, are you sure? And they're like, I know. And I'm like, great. Have you though just sat down and re-asked some of these questions? So it's like 
when you start diving into it, you go, okay, so let's, let's talk about this movie you got coming up here. Like when exactly do you need to be in your new location? And you start backing that up. So, so if that's when you need to be there at this new location, when do you feel we should probably start getting your home ready to go on the market based on this? Like we've got these pieces, we've got this piece. And a lot of times when you're sitting there with a calendar with them, it's not you as the agent going, you know, we should really have you listed right now if we're going to get all this stuff done. You just start backing out all the dates and times and showing them. And you're like, so when do you think? And they're like, well, we should start right now. Like we should be getting this thing ready to go on the market right now if we're going to be successful of getting this thing done down here. All of a sudden, again, it's their idea, as you just said, Matt. All of a sudden, they're the ones that are going like, let's get things moving forward right now. I did this the other day to myself by accident. I was on a coaching call. (laughs) I know. This is how well it works. You can do this to yourself. And I was trying to explain to somebody like all the the pieces that you need to have answers to. And it's, it's who, when, what, where, how, and why. Who, when, what, where, how, and why. These are these are simple decision-making. When all those things are answered, we have clarity. And I know I want to buy an investment property. I have a whole plan of how we're going to do that. It's going to help my daughter be uh, in-state resident so she can, so we can, well, not she, we can save money on her tuition for her college. And so I'm putting all these pieces together and I'm answering the questions like, when do we want to have it by? And I'm like, well, we need to have it by next semester. That's coming really fast. We actually should have it, as I was saying it out loud, I was like, we actually need to have it before summer break happens. That means, okay, that's interesting. So I like kind of wrote down like time frame. I probably need to plan a trip to go down to Texas. <laughs> so then we start going in and, and I'm like, so why am I doing this? Well, to save tuition. How much money is it saving me on tuition? I'm not going to say it out loud. It's a stupid amount of money to be in-state tuition at Texas A&M compared to being out-of-state Californian that they're like, we don't really want you here anyway. So I started to do that math and I'm like, oh, that's a lot of money. Okay. So now we look at and they, and I'm sitting here going like, well, what would I be doing with that money if I didn't have to spend it on college? And all of a sudden I started making a list of all the things that money's going to be doing for me if I'm not spending it on college. So then I'm like, just breaking this down. How are we going to, do I have the how right now? Do I understand the how I'm going to buy a property? Yep. I know exactly how I'm going to buy this property. Got that labeled out. As I'm going down to this, all of a sudden, I'm like on this coaching call, Matt. In the back of my brain, I'm going, I got to get off this coaching call because I need to, <laughs> I need to get down to Texas call right and now. Figure, <laughs> I got to get to Texas. I got to go out here. And so I literally went out of the office, went right over to Sarah. And I'm like, do you realize I need to be in Texas like by the end of the month? We got to get this rolling. She goes, I know. And I'm like, my energy is now full bore. I just walked myself through the questions. I am a buyer. I'm that one that could easily be on somebody's hot list. We're saying Garrett says he wants to buy something, but he's not like really showing the energy around. He's not really taking the next step because I have a life, because I have a business I'm running, because I got to show up for podcasts with Matt Benelli and think about that kind of stuff. I don't have to, Matt. I'd love, I'd love hanging out with you. You get to. I get I to. I know. I understand. It's for the point of the story. So, but I've got all these moving parts of this world around me. And yeah, I've talked about buying a property in College Station. Now, after asking myself the clarity questions, I am like, oh my God, we got to get down there and buy a property. There's a lot of people on your hot list right now. All of you that are building up big, big 
opportunities for what a spring could be, what a summer can be, all these people that are going to sell. You got a whole bunch of me in your list. I'm just letting you guys know. And if you ask the right questions and you get the words to come out of their mouth, like it came out of my mouth, you're going to have people saying, okay, so how do we step forward? Yeah. And that is the big business right now in front of you. It really is. And I think it's, this is, we talk about resetting people all the time, but a lot of times it's not even just resetting into a better understand criteria. It's a conversation to help a buyer or seller get clarity with their vision and talk about it because, and so often it's not even just with buying or selling. I mean, we can know this from house projects that we have that are, that we haven't done or whatever is, is we allow other things to take priority over that for better or for worse sometimes. And we just don't talk about it. And so it just remains this idea of like, oh, you know, we'll just keep the the things flying in like, oh yeah, I get the email on, you know, whatever it is. I mean, this is what we get in trap with, with real estate. Oh, well, I got them on the search. So when the right property comes up, they'll move. It's like, they won't. The property is not necessarily going to wake somebody up. It's the conversation and they're going to wake themselves up from saying, oh gosh, this is what I want to achieve. I really do want to be closer to my grandchildren or I really do want to sh- you know, shorten up this commute so I can spend more time with my family. Or yeah, it would, the lifestyle would be great. And this is where even waving the magic wand sometimes, Garrett, if you're like, well, how do I get people to talk about this stuff? Just put them in the pretend state. Say, you know what? If we could wave a magic wand with this scenario, how would this look like for you? What does this look like three, four, five years down the road for you? Yep. Particularly when people are saying, oh, interest rates, all of this stuff is just they're finding reasons to block themselves. Whereas if they start to say the things that they want, then that will connect with, hey, Garrett, how do we do this? Walk me through this process. Well, so Matt, you had a, a great point here, which is you can take this outside of real estate, for example. And the whole time I'm sitting here, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to take it to cars because I know all of you guys like cars as much as Matt and I do. <laughs> but I do, I do a lot of work on my own cars because it's therapeutic. I love it. Uh, it's just one of those things. I also like knowing it's done right. Weird like that. Well, you have the knowledge to do it right. It'd be like with me working on my car, I was like, oh, I want it done right. It'd be like, I need to go give this car to somebody else to get it done right. <laughs> but, but here's the interesting thing about it. There's a lot of projects I have in my car that I don't know how to do. And so what happens is, is that I will say, okay, I know what's wrong. Like I can see what's broken and I can order parts. So usually what I'll do is I start ordering parts and those parts might sit in my I usually keep parts in my office, which that's a whole nother problem I have. (laughs) But my parts will sit in my office as I'm saying that out loud. And people will come by going like, why haven't you done that yet? Why haven't you started on that project? Why haven't you completed it yet? I'm like, I'm going to do it. And in my mind, there's still part of that who, when, what, where, how, and why that I don't have an answer to. And my, we have a, a shop I can use. And my mother and father-in-law are always like, "Are you? You can come out and use the shop anytime. Like, bring the car out. Yeah, do do the work on it." In my mind, I'm going like, "I will," but, and I didn't realize until you were just saying it, Matt. There's a problem in there of an unanswered who, when, what, where, how, and why. And sometimes it's me getting on a YouTube video and typing in the part that I'm trying to fix and going like, that's the tool I need. I wasn't sure how to do that one part. And I need to get that tool because if I have that tool, I can now see how this is going to be done. It might be all of a sudden I need time. 
It's when am I going to do it? Yes, I did. I ripped the entire rear suspension out of my car, like whole subframe, pulled it out here a while back. And all of a sudden, we were watching Christmas Vacation come up, Matt. And, you know, time when the kids were settled, everybody wasn't going all over the place in our world. We were going to have downtime. And I told Sarah, I said, this is my week. This is my week. I know I can take my car. I can rip the entire underside out from under this vehicle and it can sit there. And what I was waiting for, and I didn't realize it at that moment in time, was the when. And all of a sudden, I got the answer to the when. I knew the how. I had you know the why, all these pieces. And so I think it's interesting in any decision you're trying to make, and this is also people in your family, your loved ones around you that you're going like, why are they resisting? Why are they waiting? Why aren't they moving forward? We need to start on this project. You might have clarity around it, but I guarantee you who, when, what, where, how, and why, they don't have clarity. And if there's a missing piece in there, that's why they're they're not taking that next step. So let's talk about pricing, Matt. Yeah, yeah. And and I think the the one connection I'll make with that and going into pricing is also the feeling and the emotion that goes through with, well, what does this mean when it's done? Because I remember you talking about all these things we're going to do with the car. And you've talked about that way longer than it actually took you to get the project done on the car. And now you get to go look at your car and like the excitement that you get, the excitement that I get, because it looks really good. <laughs> and having that done I'm is amazing. I'm happy I could give that to you, Matt. I'm happy that I could supply you. With but I think that's the connection with particularly people who are, are waiting for something to happen is, is how do we connect that emotion and feeling that they want to have with this transition from this house to that house complete, the purchase complete, or the sale on the market and getting to talk about pricing is understanding the process is the process. The goal is where we're trying to get to. And these other elements that we put in the way of the goal are just things that are in the way. And, and pricing is one of these things too. And the thing that a lot of sellers put in the way is the agent, right? Oh, it's their idea. They chose this. That's not what I chose. And we fall into this trap a lot with pricing. I would fall into this trap when I was listing property before I really knew Ninja very well is you give a seller a recommendation without having the conversation, without them understanding what's going on and them kind of helping say, here's what I think and here's where I'm comfortable with. Now it's, we have created cognitive dissonance immediately and we've created a wall. And that's the challenge with immediately going out and saying, hey, Garrett, I think your home's, I think your home's worth about 600,000. We should probably list it maybe 610. Yep. Right? It's like, oh, oh by the way, Garrett, wait, what, what were you thinking? It's like, well, I was actually thinking, right? And, well, and, and as you said, it creates a wall. It's like, it's, it's either going to, they're going to be like, wow, you really think it's that worth that much, which can cause a problem when it doesn't sell and you decide to throw a price out there. Or it's going to say, they're instantly going to say, they don't think my house is worth as much as it really is. And that's a problem. And this is where, like, I when I was selling and when I'm coaching people, like, I love the absorption rate positioning piece because it is the platform when it comes to pricing to have them go, oh, well, obviously we should price it right here. Same thing with Focus First. Focus First is a great platform that that information that's provided there is a no-brainer for someone to go, well, that's where we should price our house. And it's not you saying it. It's not coming out of my mouth. It's giving them enough information so they can make decisions. And I think it's one of those areas you can really step in the you-know-what if you're not careful. Yeah, well, 
And when it comes to price, it's easy. Like it's it's easy for us as a realtor to see where pricing can be, right? Particularly when when we know that pricing, at least hopefully we all know, particularly after our last few podcasts talking about pricing, the case study on my house, that pricing is a marketing tool, right? We know that the list price isn't the ultimate sales price. But you know who doesn't know that necessarily? The seller. We just assume, oh, they know, right? They're comfortable with that. And I've had scenarios talking to people where a seller was thinking they would get one price. The agent was like, oh, we could probably list it higher. And then they get a little bit less than the asking price. And the seller's like, oh gosh, we're not making as much money as we thought. And you're like, wait, you're making like $50,000 more than you thought you were going to make. And, and now you're upset. It's like, well, but you told us. And that's where when we get into who says it, it connects with the emotion. And if it's the seller's idea, man, then their emotions are in a good place. So when they get that sales price, they're excited about it. But Matt, we're the expert. They're coming to us because they need us to help them and tell them what they're going to sell this for. Like We're the ones that have the knowledge. We're the ones that have the expertise. We're the ones that are seeing the market every day. Like They expect me as their professional to tell them what their home is worth. What do I do then? Well, and you might have some sellers who say like, well, hey, that's why you're here is to tell me where I need to be. And this is where we use questions. We use conversations. And I'm not saying you hold back everything. And we've had this discussion before, but it's going and approaching with questions. Hey, well, Garrett, based on this information, how do you feel about this range over here where other properties are selling, right? And we start to get towards that through, you could call it suggestive questioning. But ultimately, what I'm working on is, Garrett, you saying, yes, I believe 600 to 625 is the range where our property will likely sell based on this information. Great. Let's talk about where we want to position. So let's let's talk real quick about the pre-listing interview, Matt. And which a lot of people skip. Yeah, they they are like, I, 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 we don't have time for that. They they want me to come over to their house, see their house. They don't want me to waste time with them on the phone asking these questions. I can do that in person. It's interesting as you go through that. It's all designed around it matters who says it. Every question on there, for the most part, is designed to have the the words leave their mouth where they're having to say these things out loud. And there's one question in there that says, "What are you planning on asking for your property?" And a lot of people will sit there and they go like, well, I don't ask that question because again, they think they want me to tell them the price that their home is worth. Well, it's different. If you ask them the question, what do you think your home is worth compared to what are you thinking about asking for your property? Two totally different questions. And there's a reason we have that question in that way. Because if you say, what do you think your home is worth? They're going to say, well, that's why I have you sitting here in front of me. Now we don't have an answer that's left their mouth. That's worthless information we have right now. But if you say, what are you planning on? We asking? also create, I just want to hold on one there for one second. When you ask somebody what their home is worth, we're also creating a potential difference of opinion on something that is very emotional and very, very important. Whereas if you ask, what are you asking for the property? It's different. What are you thinking about asking for the property? All of a sudden, they can say, well, we're kind of thinking about like, this is where we're kind of at. Like, we're thinking maybe this, but I'm not quite sure. You're not asking them to be the expert on what value is of their property. You're asking them, what is their their thoughts of kind of where they stand right now? And that's brilliant, valuable information. And it's left their mouth. 
And this is the whole thing as you start doing pricing, Matt, is the more of this information you can get to leave their mouth. Yeah, they understand where they stand yeah. and we understand where they stand. Oh, this is good. It just sounds weird in my head. I don't know. Well, you're also trying to disconnect that. Like if you ask like, what's your pro We're trying to disconnect like their opinion of value of the property yeah. to, hey, how do we help guide this person to make the decisions to move the process forward, which is selecting a list price, which is the seller's decision. Like we have to remember that the seller, this is their house. This isn't our house. They hired us to be a guide or they hopefully are going to hire us after this conversation and they get to set the price. It's our responsibility to make sure they have clarity so that they set the price at a point that's going to help them achieve their goal. Then the market will determine the value. The market will determine what the home is worth. We're trying to find the range so that we can attract the people in that range that will set the right value for us and help us move forward. Mm -hmm. That's what it's about. Yeah. And this is where I go back to like the absorption rate positioning is like that process when you take somebody through it allows them at the end of it to be able to say, oh, this is where we should be. This is it's not us. It's them. And so the brilliance with this, Matt, and the reason we wanted to go down this path and we went down, I mean, obviously pricing is important, but you know, I'm really seeing these warm lists and sorry, more so hot lists of people start to pile up and people that aren't having the success in this market. So I'm watching some people that are overwhelmed with active business going live. And a lot of those people are asking these questions and they're finding, and they're not, again, not for themselves, for their client, helping them find the answers to these who, when, what, where, how, and why questions. And this is where all of a sudden, as Larry said, I had a great conversation with Larry the other day. He says, when you find clarity around this, he goes, they sell themselves. They start moving on their own really fast. And you just got to get out of their way at that point in time. And we need to ask the right questions and get out of these people's way because they do want to sell. They do want to buy. They're just confused. People who've been doing installation, or maybe you've heard the story of Larry and Pat on their trip to Hawaii and the timeshare. It's a perfect example of it matters who says it. When you're getting hit with a sales pitch, you shut down. The buyer doesn't have clarity. The salesperson knows the value there. But then when you switch it over and you start asking questions and the client's the one saying the things, all of a sudden they're ready to move fast just as Pat was ready to purchase that timeshare and Larry had to put the brakes back on. He's like, wait, what did I do? This was just role play. Hold on a second. This is supposed to be pretend. I, I... <laughs> and, and this is the whole thing. If you're stuck in a position, if you feel like, I know these people, but nothing's happening, then disconnect from your knowledge. They don't know. The other people may not know, or maybe they do know, they just haven't unlocked it. And so this is where we got to return to questions. Always, always, always return to questions and you will have the other person saying what makes sense to them and what matters to them to make a decision, which sometimes means, particularly for those hotless people, the decision might be to not move forward with something. And that's okay too, because clarity has been achieved. And I think that's really important, Matt, is that the end-all win of having somebody answer these questions and knowing is not that I get them to move forward and I get to be paid. This is about helping them make a decision about what where they're going right now. And it might be that they're like, we're not selling. 
I just answered all these questions. I've got clarity around it now. And you know what? We're going to not talk about selling anymore. We're going to take this home and we're going to live in it for the next five years because reality is that this is a brilliant home for us and it fits all of our needs and what we're going to be what we're going to be doing. We're good. We could put a you know a, a, an outdoor barbecue in the backyard and maybe add a pool, and this is the perfect house for us. I don't know why we were thinking about moving. By asking the questions, you help them be able to make decisions. And uh, it's not a closing tool. It's not a way to help those people so we can, again, have one more sale under our belt. It's helping people be able to move forward in their life. And it might be selling, it might be buying, and it might be just holding. And that's okay, too, as long as they're clear. So, Matt. Yeah. We good? I think we're good. It matters who says it. This is a fun topic, man. I like this one. It is a fun topic. So to all of you who have participated in this time with us, I want to say thank you so much for hanging out with us, as you always do. Been getting awesome feedback from everybody out there. And I want to tell you that that is the fuel for me that makes me want to show up. And I, again, it it is about you, Matt. I do love hanging out with you. But there, we can hang out no matter what. It's about you, Garrett. It's all about you, baby. It doesn't matter who says it. <laughs> I felt pretty good. <laughs> And I just want to say thank you to everybody who gives us their feedback on what this podcast means to them, because that's what makes Matt and I want to show up over and over and over again. If you want to learn more about Ninja Selling, go to ninjaselling.com. If you want to learn more about our Facebook group, which is an incredible place to find like-minded people who listen to all the information that Matt and I share with you, uh, go to the Ninja Selling podcast group in Facebook, and uh, you'll find a whole bunch of great stuff there. Until then, Matt, thank you so much for doing this with me all the time and appreciate everybody. Yeah, thank you. Take care, everybody. We'll see you on the next one. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.